Hey, everybody. So, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is all the technical stuff that goes into it. Besides, um, having a very difficult time learning how to walk, um, it became extremely difficult, uh, I guess, to just sit upright or stand. So, that's where all the difficult of wearing braces came in. And uh, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, one of the things that I learned from a very young age is that, well, you can't be vain about it. Uh, the worst thing that you can ask me to this day is, do you want to go shoe shopping? No. No, I do not. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, as a child, as a teen, as an adult, I still do. See, you get the privilege of walking into the store and taking advantage of buy one, get one, half off. Um, I don't. I have to buy one, get the same pair, half off in a different size. So that was always fun. Um, when I was little, I had to wear these braces. And I can honestly tell you, uh, when I was young, the only thing that bothered me is how painful they were and cold um it was extreme and then during the winter oh my god the metal it was like having ice cubes put next to your skin for a long periods of time and, and it really hurt and then as i got older of course the i refused to wear the uh, braces and um i got away with it <laughs> um which was the wrong thing to do i can tell you that mm -hmm. wrong thing to do but i did it anyway sometimes you don't learn um i started wearing what they call a lift it's basically like an insole that you put in your shoe but it, it only goes in the sick leg and then i would wear an ankle brace it, it only went up to like a high top it was still painful but what started happening when i was young is that when you have certain type of polio your leg, hip part, or your knee part, or your ankle part will literally dislocate and come out, uh, depending on the levels, right? Uh, I didn't think I would ever do that. I was wrong. <laughs> the first time it happened, I was in fourth grade, and um, Don and I were um, just hanging out playing hotchkotch, because I used to love that, and when I landed... I literally landed with my foot kind of like vertical to my leg. It was like, whoop. It was, it was quite disgusting. It hurt like you wouldn't believe. It was just like someone had intentionally broken my ankle. But it wasn't. Poor, poor people. Uh, they felt so bad trying to pick me up to take me to the nurse. Um, my dad got there. It was the first time, so we didn't know exactly what was happening. And we ended up at the emergency room, and the guy goes, Wow, I've never seen this, you know? And he, in a way, was lucky. The guy was somewhat of a trauma surgeon, uh, and he pulled it and put it back. And he told me, I know you're young, and it's a lot of pain. And he was wiping my boogies off. And he goes, but I have a feeling that you understand what you're going to have to do from now on, you know. 
and I knew exactly what he was talking about. I was going to have to learn how to put it back in. <laughs> and I did. Um, one of the fun, fun things I had to do, still have to do in my life. So because that happened, I got even more screwed when it came to shoes, ladies. I got to admit, um, the, I guess what they say about women in shoes, for me, it is true. I love shoes, all kinds of shoes. Uh, whether it be a sneaker or a, a stiletto or a high heel, if it's a beautiful shoe, I'm going to appreciate it. I'm going to get it. I don't care how much it costs. However, when you're poor and you have to buy two pairs of everything you own, um, it becomes quite expensive. So you don't get to do that. I cried a lot. And, and I know I shouldn't have. I know. But I was young, you know. You want the nice sneakers. You want the nice shoes. And everybody else gets to wear what they want. And you don't. So the first time we finally went back to the store. And it was really, really popular. Were these little sandals. Um, I believe they were called jellies. I'm not sure. But they only made the ones where you slipped on. And I couldn't do that. You know, one shoe would flop in the wind and the other one would be okay. So I got it in my head. What if we just uh, stitch a strap <laughs> going, going across my foot, which would have been worse. But, you know, so I feel so bad. I, my mom felt so bad, I guess. And I made her feel really guilty that she waited and waited. And when she finally bought them for me, she bought two pairs. And as you know, when you live paycheck to paycheck, buying two pairs for one child is not done. Okay? But she did. And I got to wear my jellies that fit great. You know? I hated that I didn't understand back then. And I don't blame myself. I don't. You know, my mom could have easily told me no, but she didn't. I thought that was crazy, but yeah. So that was the first and last time she could do that. And frankly, I didn't let her do it again. I, I understood. And I enjoyed it, but I understood. Um, after that, I only wore high top tennis shoes. Because the high top would keep the brace in place, which would cape my ankle in place. And they were comfy. And now that's one thing I did love about my, my dad. He figured out, well, you know, if she's going to have to be stuck wearing these shoes then we're going to get her what she wants and i got an awesome pair of nikes nike was my brand you know nikes i loved it um i didn't like converse because the, you know they're very floppy they wouldn't put up with it and i couldn't put the brace in it because the material you know and and the brace was too thick for it so it wouldn't work anyway um i ended up with nikes all the time i loved them <laughs> You're too expensive now, Nike, which is hilarious to me. Uh, all shoes are made the same way, have the same products, and yet the name itself tells you how much they are. It's ridiculous to me uh, how much these people charge, even though they're fucking loaded already. But that's another story. I don't... This is not about that. Um, so it, it, it's, it's painful when you walk. Um, sometimes you can't even um, foresee if you're going to fall it would just stop working and it still does you know if I'm walking and then all of a sudden I'm about to take a step 
I can literally lose feeling or it just stops and I might fall because I don't feel it or I might not fall but I don't feel it feel my leg literally that's what I'm trying to say or I'll feel like all oh, the strength of it just leaves it like where did it go why is it doing that you know it, it's interesting all the little side effects that come with having uh, polio um, the second time it happened as you get older your lift gets bigger with your shoe depending on how fast your feet grow um, I kept wearing high tops yay me um, by the time I started wearing sandals and flip-flops we learned they must have straps <laughs> they must have straps um, and we basically would put the brace and then the strap itself will go through the brace and tie it in and then by the time I got a little in my teens I didn't have to wear the brace anymore but I still had to wear the lift um, still no bueno for me because it still looked gaudy uh, I had to basically um, take the sandal from the bottom uh, divide it in half add a layer and then get it back on you know a shoemaker would have to do that for me believe it or not there was still shoemakers around <laughs> it wasn't very fun because I was always afraid they were gonna ruin the sandal or the or the shoe or whatever which ha did happen a couple of times which sucked I mean that you know you have to go and buy new ones um, my knees and I say knees because both of them did it dislocated several times my uh, left leg which is the one that uh, got most affected with polio it's shorter by one inch horizontally and one inch well one inch leg leg length and one inch in the foot uh, so it's a total of two inches and um, you think that's not a lot but when it's skinny with no muscle you can really tell <laughs> um, in fact believe it or not quick side note just recently about a year and a half ago I was talking to uh, a young man well, not a young man, uh, you know, a man. Um, and it was the first time I guess he saw me in shorts. Not that that should matter, but I was wearing my shorts and we were just talking. And he goes, wow, you can really tell how much of a cripple you are. I was shocked. Not because he called me that. You have to understand, I've gotten used to every name you can think of. You know, it doesn't matter. But I hadn't heard it in such a long time that I was a little shocked. I was like, wait, wait did you just call me? I was like, shit, I haven't heard that in a long time since I was in middle school. Wow, okay. Anyway, that was hilarious to me. Don't use that word. We don't like it. You can call me disabled. You can call me physically impaired, even though I think that's stupid too. Uh, disabled is what I grew up with. I don't mind it. Uh, but don't get me wrong. I've heard everything under the sun. It doesn't bother me. They're just words. Does it get to me eventually? Yes, I'm human. You know, um, I just didn't expect it. So that goes to show you, um, well, you know, not only the ignorance of language, but not the language itself, it's the person who's using it. So, yay. Anyway, back to my story. Uh, 
you know, the hip itself is affected quite a bit. And when my leg came out of that, holy cow, I didn't know what to do. Because you, when your hip and your leg literally comes out of the socket like that, you, you could only imagine the scream. I, I did. I just, I didn't know what to do. You know, I was trying to get back in, but I was in so much pain I couldn't. Uh, so here I go again to the emergency room. By then I'm a teen. I'm a, I was about to go to high school at that point. And they didn't know what to do. And I was like, where's that doctor? Oh, my God. And I told them what to do. I told them, you just got to put it back, put it back, put it back. And they wouldn't. But turns out nobody knew how to do it. You know, not that particular spot. Like, they've done arms and stuff like that, I guess. But apparently that night in particular, no one had done one. And they didn't want to touch me because I was really young. And I was really, really frail looking. They were afraid, I guess, maybe they were going to break me. I don't know. So I waited four hours. They, of course, they gave me something for the pain. Four hours before someone came in and he said, okay, I know what to do and I know how to do it, but it's going to hurt. And I'm like, I'm already in, in freaking pain. Just do it. So do it. Um, after that, I was, you know, these things scare you. Uh, whether you like to admit it or not, they do subconsciously or not you tend to double think what you're about to do in a split second i was always running around not caring if i fell or not and slowly over the years i just stopped doing it and it kind of sucked it really did it, it really did suck because it was like somebody kept taking stuff away from me it kind of sucked to be honest with you um I, I remember trying to run and skip and whatever the hell. And slowly and surely between people telling me, no, you could sit down and stuff like that happening to me, I just stopped. Not altogether, but I, I did for the most part. I would be, oh, I can't do that. Even though I didn't even try it. So it was kind of sucky. And then the whole shoe thing, ladies and, and gentlemen, because uh, I know there's some men out there that collect shoes. I've seen some of the collections. Oh, my God. Um, kind of bit the big one. Every time I liked something, if it didn't have laces, if it didn't have a strap, then I couldn't use it. Like, to this day, I can't use boots unless they have laces. And let's face it, man. Why, why in the fuck would I buy a boot with that much lace? <laughs> it's like, ah! You know, and some of them have the little zipper, you know? Um, it kind of sucked. It, you know, always being stuck in a certain thing. So by the time I got to high school, I hated it. I, I couldn't wear cute stuff on my feet. And, and I can tell you one thing. When it comes to a disabled person, whether it be their arms, their legs, whatever it is, for some reason will want to make it look good. See, I, I am in the theory of make it look good. There's other people who hide it. Like, uh, will never wear shorts or a skirt. They'll only wear pants or they'll wear long sleeve and, and or something like that. I didn't. I didn't care about that. I wanted to make them look pretty. So I always have a pedicure and a manicure done. Uh, but especially my feet because people do notice sometimes when I wear sandals, they'll see the the feet together and they'll be like wait a minute they'll do the double take wait a minute 
seven-foot little. <laughs> but they always look clean and beautiful. So there. <laughs> I love putting like glitter on my toes. I know, I know, classic girl. But sometimes I go with all black or all white, believe it or not, you know, just to make them look good. I, I don't like my feet or legs to look bad. It's just something that happens in our little community uh, about either you go one way or the other. Either you go one extreme of hiding them, hiding your disability, or you go one extreme of at least it's going to look good. <laughs> I always thought that was funny. Um, because for the most part, there was only two of us who went the glittery route and everybody else kind of like wore these long, big old socks and, and sneaker. I'm like, dude, why? It's hot. It's Texas. Just don't, <laughs> you know, but whatever. To each his own. No judgment. Um, but it was sucked. Yeah, it wasn't until I was out of high school that I realized that now I can buy my own stuff. You know, I got my first job, so I decided to figure out a way to get myself two pairs. Um, it, it was easier to wear. It was better on my feet. And frankly, I shouldn't have done that. It, it, it's actually not true. Um the brace helps me maintain and the lift in the shoe actually gives me that stop. But they were so uncomfortable. I remember one day I was at home and we were going to go to a barbecue or something like that. And I was getting ready. All I picture yourself standing in front of a mirror, combing your hair. And I turn around because I needed to get something from the bed that I left on. As I turn around, I only turn around a little bit, you know, your torso and, you know, from your hip area up, you kind of just go a little bit to the left, grab it for some stupid ass reason. I turned around and I dislocated both my knees. They just popped right out. I don't know what the hell happened that day. All I know is that I let out a scream that it sounded like someone was freaking stabbing me and uh, my father ran back and he goes oh my god and by then we already knew what to do right and he popped them right back in but he had to be careful because guess what happened I landed backwards but because my knees were dislocated my legs from the knee down stayed in place picture that <laughs> and I fell back on the bed thank god if I would have fallen Oh my God, that would have been so much worse. Um, he lifted one leg at a time and put him back. And of course, there's swelling and bruising that happens. And oh, it was so bad. But this is what happens to a disabled person when you know and you get used to things. I wrapped my knees in ice. I finished getting ready. I cleaned off my tears and said, it's okay, Dad. I got it. Because that's what you have to do. You don't have time to sit there and watch your family cry and be in pain. You feel bad about them being in pain. I can tell you right now, be in pain. It, it's not going to make it better, but everybody feels the way they feel. And you can't stop and think about someone else when you're trying to get better. Just let it out. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I did. I cried and whined like a little chitlin. And then once I was able to control the pain again, because trust me, I learned how to control the pain. I'm in pain every day. Every hour. But I learned, you know, your body adapts quite well. You know, there's times where I can't take it anymore and I get so desperate that I start walking up and down the house. But you learn. You learn how to stop, take a moment, and do what you feel that you need to do that helps you. Because it's different for everybody. Um, I have a fellow polio victim, polio survivor, whatever you want to call it. Um, He has, from the hips down, no use of his legs and... Sometimes the uh, the pain is overwhelming. And I told him, well, what do you do to calm your legs? And he said the only thing that he's managed to do is when he would get in the pool. It's like the, the pressure of the water uh, did something for him. And he would just stay in there. He didn't care. It was all freaking night. <laughs> um, he felt bad for his parents, though. They would sit there by the pool waiting for him to get out because, I mean... In a way, he couldn't. So um, that was his way. My way is basically um, I did a lot of yoga and tai chi. And when that didn't work, um, I would uh, try my best to exercise and stretch. And other times I just went to sleep with the pain. It didn't matter. Sometimes you just have to accept it and be one with the pain. (laughs) I know that sounds like an asinine statement, but it's true. When you have nothing, you know. Nowadays, I have something. I either uh, take uh, CBD oil or the real thing. And I don't take narcotics whatsoever. They they just don't work for me. And frankly, I don't want to become an addict. So weed is what I do. But yeah, that day was horrible. Um, To this day, I don't think... I buy nice shoes. To be honest, now that I'm thinking about it, I really don't. The heel has to be a certain height. The heel has to be a certain thickness, you know, and stuff like that. But it's it's interesting. Uh, I do like that tennis shoes are becoming a little bit more uh, fashionable. And I hate to say it, but some of them have awesome glitter. <laughs> it's cool. Um, I do not... Um, I used to wear lots of lots of dresses and skirts all the time and now it's like eh, whatever it doesn't really phase me one way or the other you know but it's a lot of pain every day now um so long without a brace I stopped wearing a brace when, uh I think it was about 2022 and now I'm gonna have to start wearing again and it sucks because they're not very pretty and they're extremely painful. The good thing, ladies and gentlemen, is they've become a little bit prettier. <laughs> it used to be these ugly leather looking metal things, you know, like it looked like a torture device. I'm sure y'all have seen the movies, you know, but now they're actually very chic, uh, black metal, you know, or uh, gun metal looking and they have a really nice um, leathers that you can choose you know the color well I say this with a grain of salt because I know insurances are assholes my insurance 
doesn't cover what I want. So I opted to go outside. I'm at the point where if I can fix it right now, I can use like one of those quartz things. But it has to have the metal inserts, not the plastic. So I buy one and I insert the metal rods myself. And now before you say metal rods, they're a bit flexible. They're a bit bendy. And it's uh, a total of 12 of them. And it's two in each spot. And what it does is that it makes sure that I stay up straight because my spinal cord is finally uh, starting to give out. Now, spinal cord, you say. Yes, you have to understand. When you have polio, whether it's level one or five, our bodies get used in a different manner that it shouldn't be. See, a human being is supposed to walk upright, straight, move forward, and walk. Yeah, you. Me... I didn't. I would lean, lean, lean. So not only am I moving my muscles in the wrong way, uh, curving my spinal cord in the wrong way, even my head, my neck, everything is the wrong way. So I put additional wear and tear. So I am, uh, and I'm not going to say how old I am, I'm just going to say I am middle-aged, I guess. Is that it? Is it middle? Like 30-something? Anyway. But my skeletal system, add double that. So if you're 35, my skeletal and muscular system is about 70, 75 years old. And it's not going well. So in order to Mm -hmm. give it more time or slow it down, I have done some crazy shit. (laughs) Well, I call it that now, but it's really not that crazy. It's just logic. Um, But we'll talk about the crazy stuff later. I just wanted to talk about shoes. (laughs) Don't don't let anybody tell you you can't buy pretty shoes or or good shoes or anything like that. Which, you know, in today's society, you could pretty much, you know, get what you need and want and still look good. I just saw this awesome guy because my friend, um, one of the other polio survivors was talking to me and she, she felt really bad because she wanted nice sneakers, you know, and I went, dude, there's so many, like pick one, Skechers, Nike, you know, I can go on and Adidas, like, uh, fuck, Doc Martens, you know, even has some that look pretty good. And she goes, no, but they don't, you know, they can't fit this or that, you know, and I go, well, no offense, but you're not walking like I am. You're in a chair. What does it matter? Just pick what you want. And they're going to look pretty either way. You're not going to put any wear and tear on them. And she started laughing. But I understand. You want a certain thing and they don't fit. And even though you're in a chair, if it slips off, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And I get that, you know. She doesn't even like to show her legs. She wears long skirts where... Um, and this is the fucked up part. She can't even wear jeans because of the braces. They go to her hips. So she has to wear stretchy at the waist skirts. You know, it could be any material, but the top has to be stretchy. Imagine how that went, right? Um, so it kind of sucks for her that, you know, there's certain clothes you can do that too. You can, you can change it, but for the most part, You know, you have to either buy skirts that are bigger than you 
and then have someone adjust it, you know, like a seamstress. Um, but she she's right. Her feet don't work, so if someone were to bump her or move her and her foot accidentally gets out of the chair, there goes the shoe, <laughs> you know, if they don't strap it on right, and she would be embarrassed. So it's, it's kind of sucky. It really is. So she's always wearing these little um, slip-on shoes. I told her, well, that's your problem right there, you know? You never got your shoes used to, like, holding on. <laughs> you see, when... And, and I don't know if it's for everybody, but for me and her, it was kind of similar. When I walk, because one foot is smaller than the other, the bad foot kind of grips the shoe. While the other foot is overcompensating. So... I would go through shoes, and this is the other tragedy. I would go through shoes so fast, it was ridiculous, because my left foot grips, you know, grabs it, kind of like holding onto it in a way. Um, I would put a hole in the shoe. I would wear and tear that one more, because when I would lift it, sometimes I wouldn't lift it high enough, so the, uh, the you know, the, the front of the shoe would drag, and then I would put it back down. And I never really realized that I was doing that um, when I, you know, when you feel lazy and you just want to get home and you're like, I'm not even thinking about how I'm walking. That's what I would do. And then the point of the shoe, the front of the shoe would get worn out. And yeah, when you're young, it, it happens a lot. And then the inside of the shoe, <laughs> I would wear it out so fast with the braces or with the lift or with me like clinching onto it that I would literally put a hole through it. And then I would have to buy a new pair of shoes. And that's why I couldn't ask for two. Because they had to buy shoes for my siblings. And as fast as I was going through shoes, I was getting two new pair of shoes a year instead of one. And, well, that's not fair. But, yeah. It's it's uh, all these different gadgets you're going to have to use. All these different things that might happen to you. And some of the things in the world you're not going to be able to use. Like high heels. Unless you buy two pairs. Um, Slip-on shoes. I've never been able to wear those. Again, unless I buy two pairs. <laughs> kind of sucks. But anyway. I don't know what else I can tell you about that. Other than... Uh, just save that's what I did I saved and saved and saved so every year I would buy myself four pairs of shoes the first pair would be sneakers okay all right sneakers are fine I would buy my high tops those are for every day whatever you know then I would buy myself a going out shoe and on those I would have to buy two pairs I have to you know it's just unless it came with a little strap or something like that I would have to buy two, which kind of sucked. And then finally, my sandal, and it had to have a strap. <laughs> so it was interesting. I don't, I don't know. And I hope that in today's society, and and you know, things are better for people who end up like me. I hope no one ends up like me. But since people aren't vaccinating, this is why I'm sharing where there's a record of someone who actually lives through it to this day can tell you please vaccinate 
it's going to change their lives in a way that is not happy. Don't get me wrong, I'm a happy person, but kind of sucks. Kind of sucks. And um, like I said before, I had a good life. I have a good life. I have a wonderful family, siblings. I have everything I've ever wanted, to be honest. But it sucks when you are in so much pain, you can't sleep until 3 or 4 in the morning. And that's only because you're so exhausted that you pass out and then you wake up at 6. My routine is getting 3 to 4 hours of sleep since I was about 5. So anyway, but like I said, these are short stories just to give you a quick insight. Until next time, maybe we'll talk about something else.